0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Thanks Ian St James Awards. A blog post written and narrated by Robert Fairhead from the Tall and True writer's website. In their heyday, the Ian St. James Awards offered the biggest fiction prize in the UK and Ireland. Launched by the thriller writer Ian St. James in 1989 to encourage new writers, the awards were open to 5 to 10,000-word short stories by unpublished writers. In addition to the prize money, HarperCollins published the 12 finalists in an annual anthology. I submitted several short stories to the awards when I lived in England. The delivery deadline was the end of February. For a double spaced type copy of the entry with a self addressed envelope to return the critique from the first round of judging. January and February are cold and bleak in England, and the daylight hours are short, perfect for writing. My routine was to flesh out a story outline by mid to late January, type it up by mid February, and edit and revise furiously before the deadline. I struggle with my first entries. A 5 to 10,000 word story is not that short, and this partly explains why I submitted the same story. Twice. However, I did rework the second entry based on the judge's critique of my first story and what I had learned from another 12 months of reading and writing. For instance, I introduced flashbacks. Both were semi autobiographical pieces about a young man who sets out to find himself through travel but realizes he carries a hidden quest within him. Inspired by a popular Phil Collins song, my third entry was more ambitious. I wrote four vignettes as backgrounds for news items and pulled them together with a fifth story that reflected upon the accounts and tried to make sense of the characters' actions in each. The fourth and final entry again drew from my life, travels, and desire to return home to Australia after eight years of living in England. The main character, a family man who has never travelled, is befriended by a new work colleague who has lived overseas for several years and seems to be his antithesis. Each of the short stories I submitted to the Ian St. James Awards received positive and constructive critiques from the first round judges. The first one, 1992. Very few stories score all four ticks for plot, pace, dialogue, and characterization. And this story is excellent, with well-drawn characters, convincing dialogue, and a fast-moving plot. Entry passed forward for the next round of judging. The first one, take two, 1993. You write well and capture the atmosphere of Bangkok effectively. It would be improved if you worked on the plot, which is rather disjointed, but I like your use of flashbacks, which reveal much about your central character. Both Sides of the Story, 1994 A well-written, ambitious and impressive piece of writing. The author's flair for language is considerable, but I think plot-wise, this entertaining story exceeds both the limits and rules of the genre. Thus, I feel this would be better suited for a novel, And as a short story, it isn't quite self-contained enough. A Fine Pair, 1995 I enjoyed your main storyline. In the end, both protagonists have become convincing and likeable characters. However, your theme needs more emphasis. There's a tendency for other minor plots and characters to compete for attention. None of my short stories was a finalist, let alone a winner. But the professional critiques provided by the Ian St. James judges inspired me to keep writing, and they still motivate me today. Towards the end of 2019, I revisited my 1994 Ian St. James Awards entry, Both Sides of the Story, and in 2020, taking on board the judges' critique, published it as a collection of interconnected short stories. And I also narrated them as individual episodes for the Tall and True Short Reads podcast. So 30 years on, a belated thanks, Ian St. James Awards, for your advice and encouragement. Hi, I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writers website. I wrote the Thanks Ian St. Jane's Awards blog post in 2018 after uncovering the original copies of my short stories and judges' critiques during an attic tidy up. Although I enjoyed rereading all four Ian St Janes entries, 1994's both sides of the story was the one that had best stood the test of time. But it needed a good edit, And in 2019, I started reworking the story to share on Tall and True and published it as a collection of short stories in 2020, eventually narrating these for Tall and True short reads. None of this would have been possible without the inspiration of the Ian St. James Awards. And although the awards no longer exist, this blog post was my opportunity to say a belated thanks, Ian St. James Awards. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Gratitude. You can read this and all my blog posts short stories and other writing at tallandtrue.com. You can also buy my short story collections, including both sides of the story, from the Amazon Kindle and Kobo online bookstores. Links are available in the show notes. The next episode of Tall and True Short Reads will be in your podcast feed shortly. In the meantime, please check your feed or the podcast website, tallandtrueshortreads.com, for earlier episodes from Seasons 1 and 2 and follow or subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it via your favourite app. Doing so helps me share my writing with other listeners. You can support this podcast financially by making a small one-off or regular donation via the ACAST supporter page. You'll find a link in the show notes. And finally, please tell your family and friends about Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's Website.